So Veda, here's my big question. Everybody wants to know how much they can live in the Baja Peninsula per month. Is it affordable? How much overall with rent, groceries, utilities can they live on? What's the possibility there on the low end? The possibilities are endless because the Baja is a really big place. But basically, if you stay out of the tourist towns and you can lock in an apartment for three to five hundred per month, then you should be able to keep your budget under a thousand per month all in. We're heading down with my very good friend, a special guest today. Veda Spark lives in the Baja Peninsula in a town called Todos Santos. And Veda, it is so good to see you. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Ray. It's great to see you too. All yeah, right. yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, great. So, all right. So you live in this really beautiful area of Mexico that a lot of people... You know, it's known for Cabo and it's it, it's there's a lot of uh, people that have moved down there and it, and it can and it can be quite expensive. So we're trying to figure out if it still is affordable. But first, let's get a little bit of your backstory, Veda. You started this awesome um, channel on YouTube called the Blue Sky Sanctuary, which I discovered you on, which I love your channel. And everybody listening, please subscribe to Blue Sky Blue Sky Sanctuary, Veda Spark. It is awesome. But tell us a little bit of backstory about you, where you're from, and how you landed in the Baja. All right. Um, yeah, I'm from just outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I moved to BC maybe 15 years ago, Maso Menos. I lose track on purpose. And then I came here maybe seven years ago, Maso Menos, and um, bought property four years ago, again, give or take more or less. And then we built a house there. Um, basically, yeah, I just, uh, as you well know, like freedom is super important to me. And so I wanted to not just be free in my everyday life to you know, have a fire in my backyard or walk my dogs off leash or things like that, but to be free of a mortgage. And I could see a way to do that here in Mexico because things are a fair bit more affordable. I couldn't figure out a way to do that in Canada. Mm -hmm. So that was what inspired me to come here. And then it's proximity to Canada also impacted because I, I love Nicaragua too in Costa Rica, but I felt like staying just a bit closer to Canada for the time being. So Mm -hmm. that's how it ended up being here and I I got tired of looking because I've been looking for a place to do what I've done here for years and it's not that I found the perfect place it's that I just didn't want to look anymore mm -hmm. basically I see yeah and I, I was happy with what what's here so mm -hmm. I stayed mm -hmm. and how did how did you come up with the name Blue Sky Sanctuary for your YouTube channel um, I didn't give it too much thought. It's not as okay. deep as things that I usually like, I usually no. give a lot of things, a lot of thought, but that was the feeling that I have when I'm in Mexico. So the blue sky sanctuary isn't just my property, but it's Mexico and the sky is so often blue here. And I do love mm. that. And it's a sanctuary for me. So it just kind of came to me in a simple and 
resonated with me and that was it. There was never any other name that came to mind to even compete with that one. So that's yeah. what it, what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. I love the name. Okay. Thanks. So that, so for the people that are considering moving to Mexico, um, potentially the Baja Peninsula, Toto Santos, the city that you live in, you need a visa. What can you tell us about the visa today, the process? Uh, well, you get a tourist visa as just by arriving to the country. And that mm -hmm. usually is for six months. Okay. And you'll see a lot of chat on the Facebook pages where people are like, I came in and only got two weeks or I heard this and that. And that's in the realm of possibility. But I think it's safe to say that the majority of people when they arrive here are going to get a six month tourist visa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, so you, you entered on a tourist visa. Yes. Then did you apply for permanent residency or? I took advantage of a program that happened during the pandemic that um, allowed me to get temporary residency, okay. which is, um, which is like a precursor to permanent. Um, it lasts for four years and um yeah, it was like a little loophole that the pandemic was something along the lines of you're almost seeking refuge here. Um, mm -hmm. If you didn't feel safe going back to your country or you didn't feel safe traveling, something along that line. Sure. Gray areas pop up here in all sorts of ways all the time. So mm -hmm. that was one of them. And I took advantage of that. So that's how I have my temporary residency now. Okay. All right. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then everybody needs a flat or an apartment um, to live in. So what are the going rates down in the Baja Peninsula these days? I mean, what do they start at low end? And then give us kind of an idea where they start. And um, I, I'm, I suppose they can go as high as, as, as uh, however much money you have. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, give For us a sure. breakdown. Sure. Actually, can I, uh, to give a more complete answer to your previous question about residency, just because sure. what I just shared isn't as useful to your viewer as to say, like, if, if they want to get residency, the process, usually you need to start it in your home country. Um, okay. and there's recommendations for it. It's something along, along the lines of you need, uh, like 50 grand in your bank. Um, okay. and roughly two grand a month going into your bank for the last six months to show like your proof of income or because they call this like ec economic or financial solvency. You basically have to prove that to get your residency here. Yes. So that will probably be useful to your viewers rather than my, I took advantage of a loophole, <laughs> so, which is, that's often what you can do once you're here. Mm -hmm. Um, but you you couldn't have taken advantage of that loophole if you weren't already here. Right. And that was yeah. due to the COVID thing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, okay. So to jump into your question that you just asked me, right? For rent yeah, here? About apartments. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it can range from like 300 a month to 3,000 a month. Easy. Like, But easy. you can still find apartments over there where you're at for 300? Right in Toto Santos, maybe not because it's a tourist town. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if you are well connected to local people, if you speak Spanish, if you're physically here, you could maybe find a little hole in the wall for 300 US, but you'd be okay. hard pressed. Um, the, on the low end, realistically speaking, in this town, 
600 us i'd say is probably the the most affordable you can hope for okay and you're talking that's a person coming from from the states or, or us or the or canada that really doesn't speak the language but you're saying that if if you can speak the language it could be helpful and beneficial to get connected with the locals to find a better rate absolutely okay. absolutely if you don't speak the language even to find that 600 could be a challenge i think i was thinking uh, you had said um what the rent would be in the baja so i was thinking of other towns but if we're just talking about okay. this town yeah then yeah 600 is the best year Probably the for cheapest for Toto Santos, but if you go outside of Toto Santos, you could find yeah. them for three hundred on up. Yeah, so somewhere like um, Mulahe or um, I can't even speak to, but but the Baja is like twenty hours long. It's a couple mm -hmm. thousand kilometers, and there'll be all sorts of towns in there that, if you're in a less popular town with less amenities and all of that, then you you can find those more affordable rent prices these flat costs so say 600 at in Toto santos um does that include utilities or is utility separate and if so what are the costs of utilities um i would say that normally it's included in your rent because um it's less complicated for the owner of okay. the rental property to just collect one amount from you and then they pay the bills because it's next to impossible to change names on bills here. It's really difficult. And okay. um, then they're just trying to collect money from you extra. So mm -hmm. uh, also for point of reference, this place that I'm in, it was 900 uh, per month. Okay. And yeah, that includes AC and hot water. Something for 600 might not have hot water. Definitely, oh. won't, have, definitely won't have air conditioning. Well, Okay. So, okay. So do you have any idea if you have to pay separate utilities, what the breakdown is per month? Um, I know that water, uh, is relatively inexpensive when I, at my last property, it was $10 a month, basically flat rate. Okay. Um, no meter. Now the water company is starting to meter water, which is great. That's a benefit to everybody but I don't know what those metered costs are. And then um, power, I can tell you my foreman sharing with me just the other day, he said normally his power bill is a thousand pesos per, I think that's per month. Mm -hmm. I think that's per month, yeah. Um, but that jumped to 5,000 for the month that he had to run air conditioning. Okay. So- that's a uh, thousand is like 55, 55 US dollars. Okay. And then it jumped, jumped when he was running the AC, it jumped up to two, 250. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. How about why, yeah. how about Wi-Fi over there and cell phone? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there's three pretty decent options for Wi-Fi, maybe even four. And they vary in price from like the slowest, cheapest, crappiest service is your 200 peso, sorry, 400 pesos a month. That's like 20 US dollars mm -hmm. per month, um, which I used to be on. Now I'm on the medium grade one, which is 800 pesos per month. So just over $40 US. And that's 
that's really good service. I'm super happy with it. It's satellite. And because it's that medium price, there's not as many people using it. Mm-hmm. The cheapest one, there's so many people using it. So it, it like crashes on the weekend all the time and things like that. And then Elon brought a Starlink. So that's your most expensive. It's $80. So it's 1600 pesos per month. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, but that's, that's, it's here. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Good options. Good options for internet. All right. Awesome. Okay. And phone? Yeah. You ask for phone? Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite expenses here. Cause it's so simple. It's 200 pesos per month. And that includes unlimited calling and texting within Mexico and to the States and to Canada. Um, plus three gigs of data. So something I love about it is there's no like hidden fees or you don't get a bill at the end of the month going over. Like you just, when you run out of data, your phone just stops working and then you go online and buy more time or go into the store and buy more time. But 28 days, 200 pesos, unlimited calling and texting. The connection is not always great. We can't hear that well all the time, but you can call, you can also call through WhatsApp or through signal and, and then the, yeah. reception better yeah. yeah okay cool yeah all right groceries everybody wants to know the, the, the cost of groceries because they're so expensive up here in the u.s oh, and yeah. canada now that everybody's going can yeah. i save some money moving to mexico <laughs> buying a dozen eggs is it possible? right oh yeah yeah i just scored some beautiful farm fresh eggs uh the day before yesterday at my local uh, like fruiteria. Um, and man, I think it was 200 pesos for two dozen nice. beautiful farm fresh eggs. Yeah. I was, I was stoked. I always take uh, like almost as many as I can when those are, because there's like trays of the white eggs, the commercial eggs, but you can, the farm fresh, they're all like different colors of Brown and they're beautiful in different shapes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so groceries, it depends a lot on how you eat and what you eat. But right. if you want to keep the budget low, it's the same as living up there. If you can eat local and source local, um, you can keep your costs down. So maybe for a normal person just in the ballpark of 150 per month here. Okay. Um, assuming you don't uh, like the, the two big expenses in gr- the grocery department is imported foods like jasmine rice or like even jasmine tea just kombucha things like that um and peanut butter peanut butter is a little costly down here um and packaged foods like prep Mm -hmm. packaged prepped foods so you stay away from those two things and you eat lots of the local fruits and veggies and even meat and cheese like there's local meat and cheese as well um if you're not trying to buy like Kirkland brand cheese from Costco or whatever, then yeah, you can stay in, in around 150, I would say. Okay, great. Yeah. So Veda getting around, I know that you have a, a truck, but if you don't have a truck, can people, can people move to the Baja without transportation and get around easily? I don't want to say easily. And again, it depends where they are in the Baja. Um, but from this town where I am, uh, if you want to go to the swimmable beach, it's, it's a drive. Okay. So, um, and if you want to go to either of the neighboring cities, which are La Paz and Cabo, 
Uh, the bus, um, I actually looked this up to make sure because I thought you might ask me. The bus and the um, shuttle cost the same, which are, it's $11. Okay. So, um, and the bus what? is nice. It's like an air conditioned bus with like a TV. <laughs> yeah. So $11 to do, to go where? That's to go like from this town, uh, either an hour north or an hour south. Okay. So an hour drive on a bus is about 11 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So if people that live in Todos Santos, do they even need a vehicle or is it, is it really walkable? If they want to live in the center, in the city center, El Centro, like then they don't need a vehicle. Um, but it's really noisy in the center. It's, it's, there's like, it's really chaotic. So it's great for a shorter time, but I guess it depends on what people like. Right. So I'm a little bit outside of the center. I'm still in Toto Santos, but I'm outside of the center. So to live where I do without a vehicle, but would be some work. Mm -hmm. I would recommend if someone wanted to come stay here, they'd, they would enjoy and they would, they would enjoy life more if they had, they could have a vehicle. Yeah. Well, how far yeah. are you from the, the town if you walked? Um, maybe two kilometers. Okay. I'm estimating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so um, but you it's, could, you could, it's, you could walk, you could ride a bike. Um, you can, but it's, it's very hilly. Um, I, I have a bike and I love riding. And if I don't need to like get a bunch of groceries or do something with the dogs, I love riding my bike here, but you know, half the year it's too hot to ride my bike. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the other half I ride, but yeah, yeah. it's, you, you can do it. You can do it. Especially if you're only here for six months, if you're coming for just the winter, which most people do. Right. Um, yeah. Just having a bike makes a world of difference. So mm -hmm. walking. So yeah. restaurants, is, is okay. it a food town? I mean, are there, are there a lot of options for food in, in the Baja in particular Todos Santos and what do they start? What do they range from? I mean, if you go to a local eatery, um, a neighborhood restaurant, what would it start at? Typically you can include like even some, you know, carts or street food. What can you get some really good, um, you know, tacos for? And uh, <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about food. That's like the first stuff I learned to say in Spanish is, is food. Um, so my favorite like taco spot, um, George's tacos it's like 30 pesos for a fish taco, this deep fried fish. Actually, you can, I think you can get them to know it's deep fried. It's batter or no batter is your option, but it's always deep fried. And then there's just the like plastic containers of all the toppings and you just put your own toppings on. So 30 pesos per taco. Um, that's, so that's George's tacos? Yeah, George's tacos. Okay, so maybe we'll find a link to him and put that in the, and it's 30 <laughs> cents a taco? Yeah. Okay. I I would I would bet my dog that he doesn't have any online presence. Okay. I, yeah. My dog, what a strange thing to put on the line. But yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. As much as you love animals, yeah, you can't do that. Right? That's how certain I am. No, I I would I've never even seen them on the Toto Santos like community Facebook page. Uh, okay. Promoting. 
problems. They don't have to like they're they're sure. they go till their food runs out and their food runs out before it's before one or two p.m. usually. Yeah. Um. And so that's uh that's like a they're not a a cart. They have like a space as if they were a restaurant, but they have no permanent anything. There's no walls. Uh, they're, they don't even have a bathroom. Um, their roof is just like a tarp and it's plastic tables and chairs and dirt floor. And that's where I maintain you're going to get the best authentic Mexican food. Oh, it's my kind and of place right there. You just named yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's um, so there's all sorts of places similar <laughs> to that that are like varying degrees of carts on the street, kind of growing in size, and they're in that price range where you can have a good meal that's going to fill your belly for a hundred pesos, easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, what do people do for fun <laughs> in the Baja and Todos Santos? What do they do for fun? What activities are out there? Um, and give us an idea, you know, as far as like what a budget would be for entertainment per month. Just, you know, what you think yeah. you would spend. What uh, what people do for fun and what I do for fun are so, so different. <laughs> <laughs> what I do for fun is just stop working for a minute um, and put my feet up with my dogs, but uh, have a bonfire in my yard and go for a walk. But um, yeah, there's lots going on here. There's, there's um, community groups that I'm part of. So I always see what's going on. Um, El Nido is like, is one of them, for example, in this town and they're forever sharing, um, like they're already posting, uh, Halloween party invitations on that feed in the, it's a WhatsApp group. Um, there's like, uh, writer's circle, like get together and write together. Um, there's acting, there's always music, so much music. Do they have theater there? Yeah. So you can go see a play. Well, there's people who um, are, I see it in the feed again of people saying, we want to do this play and they're looking for people who want to participate, like I see. front okay. stage, backstage, all of that. Yeah. Um, so it's the people that are here, people like me who want to create things and they're looking for people to to join in with them. Is this area, Toto Santos, an area that you need to create things or do they already have like a small theater or a dance company or a, a movie theater? Do they have any of those things? They, Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's definitely places already. Um, uh, Teatro Azul is one of them. Like it's a, it's just a venue where you can, uh, I've been there for cacao ceremony, uh, singing bowl ceremony. They also had a flea market. Um I might be sharing something there in the future. They, it's like a wide spectrum of things that they can offer because it's just a kind of an open venue. Uh, and there's there's a number of places like that. Um, or the yoga center will host different things or okay. restaurant like Leskina will host different things, different parties, different events, different music. Um, this town is a bit known for like attracting artists of all different kinds so there's always lots going on i love that about it even though i don't take advantage more often than not but it's here it's here no one would have no shortage of things to do coming to visit here and if you had to break it down how much do you think you pay for entertainment um and even going out Mm -hmm. restaurants per month if you combine that like how much Um, 
Well, it depends so much on the person because if you, if you can, like I can easily go out and just pay the cover that might be a hundred or 200 pesos and not have anything to drink. I just like take my tea with me. And so I'm so, it, I'm so like used to living on a budget that it's really easy for me to go out and not spend money. So it's up to like an individual, if they want to go out and have 10 drinks um, and it also depends where they are, because I, I know some of the venues here are crazy expensive for their drinks. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to name drop them and have bad press for them. But you know that it depends where you go and it depends how much you like to drink and eat. So it's hard for me to say, you know, a person can get by if they want to get by like I do on $30 a month, if that for like entertainment, or if you want to combine that with eating out, let's say 60. So, yeah, you you live a very frugal um, lifestyle. And um, yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting, you 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 do you do immerse yourself in in the world too, so that you find the really affordable niche places that I think a lot of expats wouldn't even try. If that sounds perhaps. accurate, per, yeah, perhaps because yeah. They, no, for sure. Some of that stuff that you go to, I mean, people are worried about getting sick, you know, especially these roadside places and little, you know, they're worried about that, so they don't ever go. But if 100%. you really dive into those, you really find some of the best food there is to totally. offer in those communities. You know? Oh, totally. I, I agree with you. Like George's, when you go there, there's far more locals there than there are expats or visitors yeah um and exactly as you said it's because they're worried about the sanitary conditions or whatever but you know that that salsa was made in the home by the grandma or yeah. you know the, right. the coleslaw and all that is just the best yeah and, exactly. the, and the fish is coming in fresh from his buddy it's it's also good yeah well, tell us, um, let's yeah. jump into, um, the, for the viewers that are thinking about retiring or moving down there, they always are concerned about healthcare. So what are their healthcare options? What do you know about that, that you can share with us? Um, well, I, I've always opted to gamble and not get health insurance and that has not done me wrong yet. I've not had any problems. Um, there's a 24 hour like mm, high quality clinic in Toto Santos uh, 24 hours seven days a week which is is comforting to know that's St. Jude's clinic um if anything happened any emergency that they are there and um anytime I have needed health care I have found it so laughably affordable that I've just been glad that I've made the choice that I've had to to, to take the gamble because I, I needed an x-ray, um, actually two x-rays in the last year and they cost 500 pesos. So like 25 us dollars each. Wow. Okay. Um, I was laughing, thinking about this though, the other day, reflecting, knowing we were going to be talking because the machine was so old. And, you know, yeah, maybe I got a little extra radiation in those x-rays, but I Googled it and it's like, oh, the chances of you getting an amount of radiation to cause any kind of problems like one in a million. So, um, you know, 
you get you get what you pay for but there's as close as Cabo there's um there's really uh high quality healthcare like and people are coming I'm sure you know like from the states and Canada to get things down here uh, a friend of a friend came down to get stem cells um or whatever situation in his knee and and it was super effective for him mm-hmm. um, so yeah i i look forward to the future of healthcare here when i get myself sorted i want to go take advantage of some of what's here mm-hmm. but i don't know too much about the prices at the moment yeah yeah, Sorry. yeah. okay all right yeah that's so let's uh let's talk about I want to, I'm really interested because one of the things that this podcast is about is finding really amazing destinations around the globe where you can live incredibly affordably and ex- mm. extend your income that you have even if you you just have social security in the US people can live quite well in these destinations you're doing it a little bit differently though. I mean, you're bypassing the rental because you went down and you built your own house. So one of the key things to do there is you have to have a little bit of cash to build a house or buy a, buy real estate. You have to have a little cash. But then my question is, once you build a house and you pay cash, it, are there any monthly payments that you make? Are there ins- insurance or taxes or anything that the, the Mexican government puts on the home that you built? Yeah, good question. Um, there is a bit of property tax. There is, okay. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's such a small amount that I don't remember right now. I might, I'm going to... S- I'm going to guess it was around 500 US per year. Okay. For for and whether that was called property tax or it's it may not be called property tax here. It might be my fee to comiso fee. That's the contract you have because you have you don't technically technically own the land. You have like a 100 year lease through your fee to comiso. Yes. And so you're paying, um, I don't even know the English word for that, uh, but it's a contract basically with the bank and um, you pay a fee on that every year. So there might be these two two fees, kind of like a property tax and the fee to Camiso renewal each year. But I think that together, those two fees add up to less than a thousand per year. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure yeah. And it's called, you said FIDA Camiso, is that F-I-D-A? It's like F-E-I-D-E. FIDA Camiso. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And what is that in FIDA Camiso? What does that mean? Do you know what's the, is it insurance? No, it's a, it's a, it's the contract that you have with the bank. Um, okay. to, to purchase your property. When you purchase property, you will get a fee to Camiso. There, there has to be one for you as a foreigner to purchase property. Even if you pay cash? Yeah, you can only pay cash here. Right. You can't get a mortgage. Okay. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's, there are third party lenders popping up more and more now, uh, which yeah. is a smart business move for them. Um, to do like a a high interest loan to yeah, people. It's going to um, be. 
yeah, so that's happening. But generally speaking, you need um, cash to purchase here. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like your situation is is terrific. I mean, you 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 got a you got a paid paid house. You paid for your house. You built yeah. it. You you created yeah. this house the way that you wanted to, and you're living in a, an amazing area of the world. Not far from the ocean. You could walk to the ocean if you wanted to or bike to the ocean if you wanted to. I mean, you live in a paradise and like so your cost of living is if you break it down with what you shared, you're well under a thousand dollars a month. Well, I am well, well under that. Yeah. I'm under, yeah. It's like sure. what you've really set yourself up extremely well. So kudos to you. That's fantastic. Oh, thank you, Ray. I've yeah. act, I've had a few comments on uh, my YouTube channel of people being like, uh, oh, what are you going to do when you retire? Like, I'm like, well, I kind of already am in a right. way. And, um, you know, what do you what are you going to do? What if you get terminally ill? I'm like, yeah, it's just I'm not too worried about it. Um, yeah. I and and every month that I as I see it every month that I save not paying that mortgage I was paying up north which for me was 1500 1500 a month on a 40 year mortgage I had on my house right. up north I know it's ridiculous right yeah but that's so, super cheap that is super cheap of a mortgage today Oh yeah I'd that's... hate to think you know, with interest doing what it is and then yeah. the value of the dollar oh it's a nightmare yeah, people would love yeah. to have a fourteen, fifteen hundred dollar mortgage. Oh you know, my gosh, that's, that's really affordable in many, many places. Wow. Yeah. So, but that—that's you know, we covered pretty much everything. Is there anything else that you can think of that uh, we we didn't talk about that could be helpful for the viewers that are thinking about moving down there, um, um, to the Baja or Mexico, just in general? I think uh, the only thing I would say that I said on my channel too was um, if you have trouble living on a budget where you are, don't think you can come here and live on a budget easy because mm -hmm. it's not because the value of the dollar isn't what it was and the value of the peso is up. So it's not blanket cheap here. Like if you make smart choices and you're careful with your money and you're able to find a good rental unit, because that's, that's basically the biggest price tag, right? Yeah. So if you can lock that in, then you're in good shape. But um, if you struggle where you are, just, I would just say proceed with caution down here. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 Cause it can be done, but it's not as easy as it was a decade ago. Yeah. Good, good advice. It's always, un, it's always good to understand your budget, what you're working with, and then do your research, your due diligence so that you ensure yourself you can afford the area that you move to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I know there's more affordable places in, in the mainland, right? The Baja is kind of known for being uh, a little more pricey. Yeah. A little, it's yeah. really, it's a fair bit more. So on the mainland near maybe towards Mexico city and away from the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. that, that adds your, your rent value goes up when you're near the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Veda Spark, Blue Sky Sanctuary. Uh, make sure you subscribe to her YouTube channel. 
Thank you, Veda, for doing this. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. I'm happy to, to be here. Happy you found me and asked me to do this. I'm honored and it's been fun. And yeah, for your viewers, if you're not already subscribed to Ray, what are you doing? <laughs> subscribe yeah, to Adventure Freaks with three S's. Um, subscribe to both of us. Yes. And searching for happy, even if there's not new content on there anymore, it's still an awesome yeah. channel. That's actually <laughs> where you originally reached out to. So it all, it all is good stuff. Seek, seeking happy. Is that what I said? I didn't say adventures. Yeah, no, happy. you said ser searching for happy. Searching yeah. for happy. Yeah. I yeah, love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And adventure freaks. So good. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, you have a great, you, you have a great rest of the day and, um, and I'll see you soon. Awesome. Okay, bye for now.